0: You are not tuned into my skin is my fan on blog talk radio from with to guys we welcome everyone we only have one rule one rule and be respectful Let's be respectful you are not tuned into my skin is my fan on blog talk radio from goons to guys we welcome everyone We only have one rule, uh, one rule and let's be respectful next week man no doubt, no doubt, man, and, and, and definitely shout-out to the Family net. That is Black Eye Stand, Do The Knowledge Radio, The Rundown with Renee, and My Skin Is My Sin. Oh, 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 and don't forget to share the show, man, if you check it out today, or if you check it out next week, or if you check it out in a thousand years, and if you are that motherfucker that digs us up in a thousand years, you are the most phenomenal individual to ever walk the galaxy for digging up this greatness and still share our shit, man. Shout out to you! Don't forget to check out the websites embroshell.com, designsbymonet.com, and myskinismyself.net. My bad. I'm just talking, and, and i muted myself. Um, but you are now tuned into My Skin Is My Sin presents another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. My name is Jobs, and I am your co-host with the most. I know that was so corny. Um, and the plug won't be able to uh make it tonight. He had to work, unfortunately, and we got a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal guest joining us tonight from the world-famous wake-up show, none other than the queen, Scott Hook. All right, just making sure that you can hear me. Uh, Let me get rid of this on my phone, and do me a favor. If you are tapped in, like the channel, uh, subscribe to the channel, and share the show. And I'm just waiting on Sky to join us. Um, yo, shout out to my brother, man. Bogey, keep your head up, man. We got you, bruh. It's only going to be a minute. You will be at the crib shortly, man. And we love you. Um, if he ever hears this, you already know, man. I got your back. Um, how you doing, though? How's life? You know. And if nobody has told you yet today, man, I love you. I don't mean that no creepy, I'm waiting outside your crib at 2 o'clock in the morning type of shit. I mean, on some real shit. Just just uh, as another human, one human being to another, I love you. And I think um, that, that everybody needs to hear that daily. And I'm not more than one time a day, you know, so... Anyway, I usually we usually don't talk about shit for the first 15 minutes or so. So, right now, what I'm trying to do is actually share the show. And if you've ever tapped in before, man, you know that uh, I'm not really good at multitasking. But do me a favor. If you are on uh, YouTube, say what up, though. You know, leave a comment. I, th- I think that helps us get into the... Uh, the analytics. Oh, it'd be doper if we had more than just like two and a half people watching on YouTube right now. I know Facebook is jumping. And I'm like, uh, let me uh make sure we good here. All right. Oh, oh, and you know what? My apologies. I did have to tell her uh, call in about 705. Cause what I was, I started like a little bit early. I usually started directly on at seven o'clock, but I figured, you know what? Um, if I start at six fifty-nine, I'll be talking at seven o'clock. That happened and not? I, I forgot that I had told uh, Scott to call up at seven o five. So that's pretty dope. Um, and man, I am I am so happy to be alive today. I am. Wow. Philly rap star A.R.A.B. sentenced to 45 years for running a drug ring implicated in murder. Wow. 45 years. I can't even imagine standing in front of somebody and them telling me. For the next 45 years, you're going to be in prison. Like I don't know if anybody that's tuned in or will tune in has ever been to the joint. Um but if you have, just in just, just, just random shits and waiting on sky. Um but if you have been to the joint, leave a comment. Like like what did you what were you thinking when you got sentenced? You know, like 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 forty five years, bro. I would probably pass out if if a judge told me they were going to lock me up for forty five years. I, I absolutely would pass out. Absolutely certain, I would cry at some point too. I'm not gonna cry when I get to jail, but oh boy, in that holding cell, I'm forty five years. Yeah, I'm sobbing. You know, I'm gonna be honest about it. And, and 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 I would I would like to be, I would um, like to believe I don't want I don't want anybody to have to go to the jail for forty five fucking years, um, but I think that most people you know not too many people would just take that on the chin and just be like okay, and no emotions are 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 there. I really don't think that would happen with most people, but you know I'm sure there's some some super goons out there that just be like okay, hmm. oh I'll take that hmm what you gonna do. Give me another 10. Not me. I'll be in that. boy (laughs) Crying up a storm. You know. But. I remember when I I got off the bus stop. Bus uh, bus station. Uh, I got off the Greyhound bus one time. Um, Shout out Doc Mechanic. What's going on? I uh, was catching the bus to Detroit. So I gets off the bus. And there was a brother that got off the bus uh, at the same time. I didn't notice him on the bus to be quite honest. But he had this look, and you could tell he he had just got you know he just got home from the joint, you know he had on the, the uh the he had on the prison uniform, you know the whole nine and a garbage bag, um. So I'm like you know like then I was smoking cigarettes at the time, um I no longer smoke cigarettes it's it'll be a year next month but anyway, uh so I I I noticed that this guy is staring. At, at downtown Detroit, like he had, like it was a ghost, like it was some alien creature or some kind, um, and I'm like, dude, you know, how, how long had you been in, and he was like 20 years, so he hadn't seen Detroit in 20 years, uh-oh, my bad. Uh, slight uh miscommunication. So <laughs> we trying to uh, remedy that. I'm not sure what's the congratulations in order for, Doc Mechanic. Um, I didn't do anything. I was just just giving a story about a guy uh who and I'm sorry, I'm kinda looking at the inbox and i I can't do that and talk at the same time, obviously, but no, I was just telling the story about how you know seeing a guy just get out of jail from twenty years and and look on his face when he saw downtown detroit like it it was just oh oh, I appreciate that, I appreciate that, well, you know like like. I had a whole ass heart attack. That shit kind of, you know, it'll do something to you. But today, not going to lie. Today, I wanted a cigarette. Today was the worst day that I've had in a long time. And I really honestly wanted a cigarette. Oh, buddy, oh, buddy, oh, buddy, oh, boy. Uh, this is... uh, I may have to, uh... I may have to stop the live and and use the Skype. My bad. Um, but yeah, like I I, I was telling uh, and I got a chance to speak to Riza Islam today. That was pretty dope. Have been trying to get that interview for probably a year. Um Okay, let let me know. Uh Oh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm communicating with Sky. 'Cause I think uh I, I I don't think she knew that it was going to be on camera. So that was my fault for not making that clear. Um I guess I just assume <laughs> that everybody knows what StreamYard is. <laughs> no. Um do you not want to use the camera? You can cut it off from your end, I do believe. You can hear me, can't you? It's up to you. I can't hear you. I can see that you're talking, and I guess you can hear me. I have to add you to the stream for me to be able to hear you, which people would see you. All right, well, let's go. We are live (laughs) now. You look adorable. (laughs) You look adorable. Fine, fine, fine. You sure? Yes, okay. I'm sorry. I feel bad now, uh, but we've got Skyhook, the wake up show.
1: <laughs> Hi, can you hear How,
0: me? We can. How are you feeling?
1: Um, well, it. I'm here. That's all that matters. <laughs> Doing the best we can. We do the best we can.
0: Well, um, you know what? i I've, I know you've had a shitty couple of days.
1: Yeah, <laughs> truly. I'm trying to make this not look so terrible by me. Oh, my God.
0: Actually, yeah, it doesn't look had... bad at all.
1: There. I have a whole and store
0: in my house. There. I love that is that brick?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's beautiful. And you got books?
1: <laughs> no, that's cereal. That's cereal? <laughs> I'm in the kitchen, yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to be dope. able to talk to you and like cook and
0: stuff. <laughs> oh, shit. What kind of cereal is that, though?
1: every kind of cereal. I am oh, a cereal fanatic. I'm a nerd,
0: Oh, so. Oh, you, you gotta have some Raisin Bran back there, though.
1: There's probably some Raisin Bran back there. Yeah.
0: We gotta do Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran and Captain Crunch. Crunch Berries.
1: Yeah, that should be back there.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Alright, alright.
1: <laughs> Cocoa
0: Puffs, all kinds of stuff. That's my snack. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Cocoa pups are horrible. We Gotta get rid of those.
1: Well, you know, I tried to do this interview, but No. <laughs> <laughs> But you're doing things like that, not I just I here,
0: so. uh, no no cocoa pub slander. I'm sorry.
1: None. Can't do that. I can't <laughs> allow for that, sir. I can't allow for
0: that. So, so
1: okay, so, what are we what are we talking
0: about? Um let's joking. see. Let let's go back. Um, how did you get in the radio?
1: Oh my god. Um, I started off at college radio. I started off in college radio. I was um <laughs> I had graduated, I turned the tassel and done the whole thing, and um I was ready to start, you know, moving forward in life as you do after you leave school. And they called me back and said, Oh, by the way, you didn't take X class and you needed you have a pre work before you can take that class, so you have to come back. Wow. And I was disgusted because um the only way that my um school could be paid for was if I was full time. (laughs) So I was, you know, bummed out walking through the student union and happened to walk by the, um, the station. And Mm -hmm. I saw that you could get credits if you, well, first I saw that they accepted independent artists and I was like, Ooh, you know, all kinds of people. I know I could get them to play. Mm -hmm. And then I saw that you could get credit if you were a DJ. And I was like, Oh, wait a minute. This is totally different. <laughs> I need hours and I need them right now and fast. So I said, okay, let me see what, you know, let me see what we can do.
0: The rest is kind of history. So that's not, it was not even the goal then? No. So so what no. did you go to college for?
1: I went to college to study. Um, Originally, I went to get a psychology degree and uh, everybody came back in my senior year and said, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> there's no jobs. So I was like, "What?" So I added another year on to my time for that and mm-hmm. um switched And um I have a, a it's a newer degree. It's called um organizational leadership and it's basically a bus- it's a business degree that teaches you how to run an organization um from the your lofty idea basically to making that happen and then mm-hmm. making sure all the pieces um that are supposed to move After your idea, (laughs) um, make sure that they become an actual thing. So you have, it's a lot of marketing and, um, a lot of the stuff in the B school, basically, as well as Mm -hmm. education. And it was actually a really good degree. Um, you know, if you've ever been in an organization that got in trouble for something and people have to come in and teach the whole organization how to redo everything they do and, right. you know, teach you how not to harass people or say the <laughs> N word at work or whatever it is that you do. A lot of times those people will have that kind of same kind of degree that I had.
0: Oh, so, okay. yeah. Yeah. And so how long did you do college radio?
1: Um. <laughs> i did college radio for like a year and some change maybe and then um i decided i didn't need the politics there were some guys in there who i went from having being like a sidekick on one kids show to Mm -hmm. having four or five shows of my own oh wow and there are people who don't like things like that (laughs) sometimes so they um would i would come into the to the station and the um all the buttons on those boards, like if you've ever seen one of those boards, there's like a bajillion buttons in there, and on the panel, and all the buttons would be pushed, and they'd be like, good luck with that.
0: Oh, wow. So that was just a threat of hating.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they do now. I do radio. I don't know, <laughs> I don't oh, know what they're petty. doing now. That, that,
0: that's petty, I kind of like that. That was petty, but it was true. That was, it was true. a little bit. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. <laughs> so how do you end but, uh, up on the Sway okay. Show?
1: Oh, wow. That happened because um they came to me at the time. I was an editor at two different places. I was, cause I'm a writer as well. I'm a journalist. Mm-hmm. So I was writing for all hip I was an editor, a section editor over there. And I was also a writer for a place called the urban daily, um, mm-hmm. which at that time was with radio one. So like when you publish a story at the urban daily, it went to every radio one property across the country. Plus wow. like Tom Joyner at the time, uh Ricky Smiley, um um oh Rest Par, DL Hughley, those guys. So um basically my stories the night before would be morning hot topics. Okay.
2: That's um, pretty dope. For all
1: the radio. So um King Tech That's a lot of power.
0: I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> not really. I'm not it's, Kathy Hughes. That was no power at all.
0: It sounds it sounds like it though
1: it was it was cool um so i would write these stories and then um king tech came to me and said they were raising money he and sway were trying to raise money for an artist by the name of sephir um if you remember sephir from back in the day and he needed he needed money for um uh, some medical things and of course you know how it is this uh hip-hop thing didn't really have retirement plan so if right. you need help you know sometimes it's going to be the culture's responsibility to kick in and I loved the idea and I thought it was really dope and I wrote about it for both sites. Um, I was the only journalist who did of all the people they approached mm. so it kind of I guess I was already, according to him I was already on Sway's radar but King Tech got really aware of me at that point and then um, I used to do the end of year lists for, um the underground independent kids um for um all hip-hop and <laughs> um they came across this list that I had done from the year before and King Tech and DJ Revolution were hitting all the um hitting all the uh I had a lot of videos there and they were hitting the button for you know watching these videos mm-hmm. and they were like yo who who um wrote this with you or for you or whatever I was like, get out of here. Are you kidding me? I wrote it myself.
2: It
1: takes me like six (laughs) or nine months to do all that work. You crazy. It's like a hundred. I think it was like 75 artists that year. And I wrote like at least 150 words about each and gave examples. So I was like, this takes a lot out of my year. (laughs) What are you doing right now? So um, they called me back and were like, yo, we want to bring you on the show. Can you break 10 artists for us? And I was like, 10 artists on the wake up show? I'm like, you know, trying to be all cool. So I'm all like, yeah, check, yeah, yeah. Can you uh, can you hold on one second? <laughs> Hit mute and I started jumping around trying not to do back handsprings. I was in, I was at the Palms. I was actually speaking to the core DJs. I was I was at a thing for the core DJs and I was at the Palms and I was going back to my room in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> they, they said that and I, I was trying not to get thrown out of the Palms because I was really like, freaking jumping all around the room. I was like, Yeah, attack you know
2: yeah. I think I could do it.
1: Yeah, no <laughs> and uh so they called me back in like an hour and I broke 10 artists and uh Shade 45 started getting requests for at least one of them. And um to which I say I, I say I tell him all the time I made his whole career and he's welcome. Okay, so
0: so so who's that?
1: It was an artist by the name of D one.
0: D1. Look him up. Hmm.
1: D1, very dope, look him up He got signed to RCA a few uh, months later
0: yeah, I'm going to have to look that up awesome. <laughs> I've heard of
1: D1 Yes, he's very dope um, He's actually, he was a teacher out of uh, New Orleans who felt like he could make a, a better impact on students if he than in, in kids if he made hip hop that didn't have a bunch of swearing and crazy stuff in it So, um,
0: There's a brother in Bridgeport, Connecticut that does that, a teacher He's actually pretty dope too.
1: He's this guy actually he was already kind of into hip hop anyway, part time, mm-hmm. but he just made it his full time gig and and he's he's changing lives worldwide. So uh he's definitely worth checking in. <laughs> too. Um but yeah, so about what was that it was like April or May of that year with the core mm-hmm. DJ thing, and then they called me in I think June, by June, uh I was offered the gig and that was going on eight years ago. So
0: wow. So that's been a, that's great.
1: Thanks. <laughs> what,
0: what, what's the, 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 the highlight and the low light in those eight years?
1: Oh God. Um, there's so, there's too many to pick one highlight. I don't know that I could pick just one. I think I really loved when we did Wake Up Show Unplugged and that was when I first got there. Um, mm-hmm. They, Tech and Sway summoned a bunch of artists to come to LA Mm-hmm. And um, they didn't know where they were going or what they were doing. They didn't tell anybody, including me. Um, we get there and we're in some studio. We don't still know what's going on, and you start to hear these artists playing, like like music, live musicians. Mm-hmm. And we we're like, what the hell is going on? what's going on in this other room? And then they said, so look, you know, if you're as dope as you claim to be, you should be able to do this with no problems. And they reveal that they are going to have each artist come up. And rhyme. Um, no one knows their music, and no one cares to. So, they're wow. going to just jam out. These guys have never played together. Most of them have Grammys. So it's like the Avila Brothers and all these dope, dope, dope musicians. Um, they're gonna play, and you just jump in where where it's it's um, you know appropriate. You're going to kick a verse, throw it to Revolution. DJ Revolution is going to cut and scratch through the hook. You're going to come back, kick another verse, throw it back to Rev, and you're done. There's 16 cameras all around the room, and we are going to show everybody what you do. And if you mess up, then we're going to show them that, too. Wow. When Tech will host, and good luck to you. Damn. Yeah. If y'all are the superstars you claim to be, then get up here and get it.
0: Oh, wait, wait, wait. These, These were superstars.
1: No. (laughs) These were unknowns at the time. They were unknown, but I um.
0: Did it work out for any of them?
1: Um, depends. You'd have to ask them. I mean, I think so, but you'd have to ask them. I think it was one of the coolest days that we did. Though one of the coolest things we ever did, though, because it was like hip hop church in there. It was amazing. If the Mm. vibe was dope, artists came in unaware of each other. They left friends. That's dope. Um, they stuck around and supported one another. It was really, it was camaraderie at the highest level, and I think that's so important, especially if you know, with the 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 independent kids and the underground kids, they really got to stick together because they, you know, CMJ. <laughs> Sometimes uh, CMJ.
0: Mm-hmm. What am
1: I saying? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We all we got CMB, duh, CMJ, CMB. I, I we all we you, got. You know.
0: I, I think I thought you were talking about somebody personal.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. C&B, you know, we all we got. Like,
0: that is sometimes
1: true. they can... They can It don't answer. happen anymore, though. It does. It still does. does it? it really mm. does. But nobody... Those who know, know. And those those kids have followings that are crazy. They've got fans who follow them even during pandemic or whatever. Like, they still have people who will eat up anything they put out. They know that. Um, my frustration is more people don't know that. Mm-hmm. You know, every week I'm I'm introducing another artist. So for me it breaks my heart when people don't know who some of these people are because they're amazing
0: Okay. Who who give me break me break a couple for me. Who who are the three <laughs> dopest people I've never heard of?
1: I can't say dopest people. I don't I don't agree with those comments. Well, not, not because... dopest,
0: but <laughs> three very dope individuals that we've never heard How of.
1: How about I'll tell you three that I spoke on early?
0: Okay. Now I'm not hurting
1: anybody's feelings, right? Okay. Oh, so I, you just want two or... now? All right. <laughs> I should have <laughs> said that. My bad.
0: My bad. I'll shut up. <laughs> um,
1: I was one of the first to talk about Jordan and Lucas. I okay. was one of the first to talk about Childish Gambino. Oh. I was one of the first to talk about um. Oh, what's the kid's name? That they they said he sounded too much like Ghostface, and Ghost got mad. Uh, the oh. chef. Um,
0: the white cat. Yeah. The big, the big dude. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm I cannot mm-hmm. remember his name, but he got a TV show.
1: Uh, yes. Yes. Very successful. Yes. I yes. love that show. Um, I love it so much that I can't think of his name right now. I'm having a day. I know day exactly.
0: From. Cause it's him and his boy.
1: Yes. Mayhem. I can think of his boy. <laughs> <laughs> Action. Bronson. Action. Bronson. That's it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. I've never actually listened to his music. Oh my gosh. But I, but I have try. watched his show. He's really good. He's I'm really old good. though. Like, like it, it's crazy too. Like I'm old, but I like drill music.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's not really my lane. Um, oh. there's definitely a lane for it though. For sure.
0: I don't know. It, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm a fan of the aggression. <laughs> I just am. I can dig uh, it. And some of the, like. I, I know I shouldn't be saying some of the words to some of those songs. And I'm, probably gonna burn for it. But every once in a while, man, I, I get in the car, uh, and an FBG Duck has got this song. Um, Dead Bitches.
1: Oh my. Okay.
0: It's probably the worst diss song ever. I mean the best worst diss song. Like, <laughs> it's really a pitches. dope one, but it's really, really disrespectful. Wow.
1: Yeah, I don't know that one.
0: Yeah, it's like a guilty pleasure. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> you know, if you listen, if you like something, you shouldn't apologize for liking it. I think that we all like what we like and that's okay. You know what I mean? I personally am all about clever lyrics, double entendres, metaphors and similes. Like if you can do those things successfully, I'm going to pay
0: attention to it. So you into battle rap?
1: Um, Some. Some. Sometimes. I really don't. I like... When they had to rhyme over a beat and stay in pocket and everything, I think it's kind of cheating to do it all freestyle. But oh, not I freestyle, but acapella, better. you know.
0: I think it's better acapella.
1: I I don't. I think that you should have to master all of the skills at the same time. And that what was supposed to be. I mean, other people did it, so I don't know why you shouldn't have to do it. Otherwise, what 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 makes somebody elite?
0: You got a point there. Like I would not like <laughs> like I would not be opposed to like saying you know seeing Lux versus Mook. The third battle, but them having to do some of it a cappella and some of it on beat.
1: Think yeah, you? I had uh, I had Loaded Lux perform at one of my birthday showcases at South by Southwest before, and yeah. you know, it was different. It wasn't like, you know, you're gonna get this work, and then- <laughs> 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 it wasn't <laughs> like that <laughs> at all.
0: That's pretty dope, though. You just said that randomly. Oh, I had Loaded Lux.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, that dude is God tier in battle rap.
1: Uh yeah yeah
0: yeah, He's, yeah, yeah pretty important know. guy that one <laughs> he, he yeah he is the 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 alpha of battle rap and and, he, and it's crazy it's like had like fifteen battles like there are people with a hundred battles and nowhere near as reputable as him
1: it's has got like yeah.
0: fifteen twenty battles and it's like the goat.
1: Well, you know what he had this song, and it, that was like my song of the summer a few years back. Well, it's been quite a few years back now. Um, it was the song he did with Method and Red called "Right," and I got
2: that was
0: every, fire.
1: I got on everybody's nerves with that song that summer. I played that song out, out. that, I that you. was fire. Mm-hmm.
0: Who have you fanned out for that came in the studio?
1: Fanned out in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um I've never fanned out in the studio because that's mm-hmm. a no-no. <laughs> that is a no-no. Um I hope I fanned out. I've interviewed a lot of people over the time. Um I you know the last uh well, no, that wasn't the last interview I did. Either. I I got really excited recently. It's not even recent, Gosh, Freaking COVID took a whole year of time away from everybody. You feel like <laughs> it was COVID. just like a few months ago or last year, and you realize, oh, we missed the whole year, huh?
0: Yeah, the whole year is just done. <laughs>
1: um, I I was excited to interview Mr. Teeks. Um, I was a huge Lost Boy fan. am a huge Lost Boy fan. Mm-hmm. So I was I was excited to interview him. Um. The biggest interviews to me probably that I've done, uh, Rakim, I'm lying, him. it was Rakim. Oh. And Chuck D, I like was tripping when I interviewed Chuck D.
0: I got a chance to interview him and it didn't go well. No? It did not.
1: Chuck didn't go well?
0: No, it just, just, I, I, like they, I. I wasn't prepared. They gave me like 30 Oh, no, minutes. you
1: got to be prepared. You got, you can't. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> they, they, they called me, these people called me up and they was like, you got 30 minutes to interview Chuck D. And we, well, well, in 30 minutes, you can interview him. I had, this was out the blue, like literally out the blue. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh shit. Well, I'm not going to say no to Chuck D. I'm going to say <laughs> yeah. You know, but like, like I, I really would have, like, liked to have, like, a good week where I could really kind of refresh upon some shit, have -hmm. questions lined up, you know, Mm -hmm. be a little bit more on point. But I just felt like like an idiot. Like, I was just, like, I fanned out. I'm not going to lie.
1: So, look, I'm going to make you feel a little bit better. Um, (laughs) I didn't fan out. I was cool with it. I was cool with it. But before i interviewed him i went for a run and i don't go for runs i'm not that type of person but i went for a run <laughs> i'm like I'm about the interview Chuck. d like this is huge <laughs> and I, I did i went i had to go for a run I had too much nervous uh energy <laughs> so i i, I kind of worked that down by the time i got in there it was, it was all right he
0: did good. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would definitely like a redo on that one. Yeah. Pete Rock. Pete Rock was a really, really good interview. Pete Rock Enjoyed just came to my him.
1: class uh, about two or three weeks ago. That's my boy. That's my that's my guy. Like we've been friends for years. So um he came in and spoke to my class at Cal State and he he like knocked it out the park. They loved him. He was great. And he was just super honest and just very vulnerable with them and, and they appreciated that very much. He was really dope.
0: He's a really great hip hop ambassador.
1: I agree. Yeah. You know, I agree. Like, we just can't. He and I just can't talk football. Other than that. Yeah.
0: Great friend. <laughs> uh-oh. Oh, why, why was that? He <sighs> get who's on that team?
1: giant stuff and then it's like,
0: oh, my God. This guy. Wait minute, who's your team, now? Dallas.
1: Eh. Hey. Uh-uh. N- don't do that. Don't do that. Who's your Damn. team? Who's your
0: my, team? My, my, my team is trash, though. My team is the Lions.
1: Okay. Wait, you don't get to say, "uh" and your team never won ever. Wait, no, y'all almost won one time. One time. I remember. Not
0: in my, not in my lifetime.
1: Yes, you did because I remember I have a lot of family in Detroit and I was very happy for them. So that I know that was maybe, maybe within the last decade. We've
0: never been to the Super Bowl in You my didn't lifetime. go to the Super
1: Bowl. I said mm-hmm. almost.
0: Oh, that don't count.
1: Well, if you won more than four games, that's yeah. doing great for y'all. So what are you talking the about?
0: The Ford family are like we got the worst owners in the history of the National Football League. Period.
1: You, 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 you almost had a good year. One year, you know, you, you, you did have a good year. You just didn't get all the way, but almost. I was. Very we had happy. Barry Sanders though. We have that to let that go. Lot. We gotta let that go though.
0: We can never let Barry Sanders go.
1: See, see I don't get to say like um, Michael Irvin and. <laughs>
0: Actually, Cowboys fans still bring up the triplets. They still bring up the rings
1: because then people say, "Yeah, but when was that?" And then I have nothing
0: to say. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you're talking to a Lions fan. I I don't have that comeback in in the repertoire. (laughs) Nothing I can say. I was like, "Well, yeah, you did have the triplets."
1: Well, I'm gonna put it like this: P. Rock had his avatar for a while. Was when the moment when Tony Romo got his clavicle broken, and I was like, "That is so wildly disrespectful." that is. Take that stupid shit down. <laughs> Take it down. And he was like, just cuz you said that, I'm leaving it up for two more weeks. Like, oh my god.
0: That is. That is. Oh my goodness. Who takes but,
1: pleasure in this? That's, that, that's the horrible, whole human man. being. It was I, mean. man, I thought I was
0: petty. That's petty. Pete Pete Rock Petty is is pretty petty, I see. It's
1: pretty Oh, please. Yes, he's very good at that.
0: Who else who else um Have you just really enjoyed interviewing over the years?
1: I really enjoy pretty much everybody I've ever interviewed. I had one time that (laughs) one time I interviewed uh, this R&B dude. And I'm not going to say who it was. And he was dry. He was dry. Like an old Jerry curl. Dry. Just dry. And no matter what I said, he would give me, even if it wasn't an open-ended... Even if they were open-ended questions, obviously. And he would just try to do a yes or no. Like, that wasn't even a yes or no question.
2: Like, what are you talking about?
1: And um, at the end, I asked him if he wanted to... And I interviewed him because he sang the hook on one of my friend's songs, a hip-hop song. And I asked him (laughs) if he wanted to introduce it. I'm just ready to go. Like, I don't want to talk to him anymore. And so he sang the hook from the song and I'm a sucker for that and Uh, all the people in the station started laughing at me because I was like, look how Frank's got his faces what the hell it was good I swooned a little I ain't gonna lie it was good (laughs) (laughs) I was like why is he like to the very end to be great like that was weird it was a really weird one so yeah that one but um that was the only one where someone just acted like they wanted to be anywhere but talking to me
0: (laughs) i mean so, well you know what people are like like coming up to see you guys is like a big deal for the artists
1: uh, yeah but the the interviews that i do are usually legends so not really <laughs> they've been there done that a million times they don't care nothing about going to series i mean they're you know they come up there and they do their thing uh-huh. but they're promoting something like personally they don't really necessarily care about doing it um, so so
0: there are not people that you just like you just click with and y'all end up being cool
1: Absolutely,
0: happens all the time. Happens all the time, all the time. Yes, <laughs> all, all the
1: time. You must be nicer than me to another with me. I mean, I've been practicing this since I was in elementary school. I've always wanted to do that. Um, only Who do only time that lot of time in your hand. Sway,
0: like, like you say, sway.
2: Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure.
0: Now, what's what's the dude Bernard Shaw was dope. Um. Donnie Simpson was dope.
1: Ah, uh, I don't know. I I I can very much appreciate Donnie Simpson and everything he did uh to move culture forward for sure. But some of those questions even as a little girl I would look like, what are you asking that for?
0: I actually <laughs> kind of like, you know, like I like Donnie Simpson. I'm qu- trying to think- I
1: think I think you know, if I'm keeping it a if I'm keeping it a buck, I feel like my interviews sound more like old friends sitting around playing spades or something. It sounds I, very much less than an interview like just a cons- over- like
0: a conversation.
1: A real conversation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. We're we're just sitting around talking. I actually like that element of it a lot because for me it feels genuine because it is. You know.
2: Um, like I
0: like to ask a couple of questions just to justify calling it an interview, but it, it really is just like, like we just like to talk to dope people.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just not even going to say that means me. I'm just going to keep <laughs> um, so, I mean Thank you. Uh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> no, I like, sometimes you think it's going to be, you know, a couple of minutes, and it ends up, you, you hit on something, and, mm-hmm. and if it's your friend, it goes on and on. Like, one of my favorite interviews I ever did was me and Jess Blaze, that, that was supposed to be a 15-minute interview. and it ended up being an hour and 45 minutes.
0: Wow. Just like. That's fucking incredible.
1: And he doesn't talk about that stuff with too many people. So it was like Pandora's box is open. I'm not about to close it. You know what I mean? As long as he wants to talk, then I'm going to let him talk. And maybe we, you know, whittle this down later. But mm-hmm. we ended up, it was all such an incredible conversation. We kept the whole thing. We just kept it all. And did mm-hmm. two parts and, like, gave him an hour each time.
0: Yeah, I asked to interview him. He blocked me.
1: <laughs> 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 oh,
0: is, well, is there anybody that said no to you?
1: Has anybody ever said no for me to interview? Yes. Um, there was somebody who said yes, but whenever I asked to do it, he runs away from me. He, he won't do it, but he, he agreed to it and then he wouldn't do it. Because I guess he feels like I might ask questions that I, I don't know why he's scared of me for. <laughs> I, I don't really understand it not a mean interviewer i'm not a gotcha person so i don't know why and that would be mr Quelly. he won't let me interview him
0: i have been begging that man for two years
1: oh no this goes back a decade
0: oh, okay, this goes fine. back let a decade up, yeah. so
1: you don't even need to feel bad i actually went on uh i, <laughs> I used to do this thing called Talib watch mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> how many more days so this man's finally gonna give me my interview and he never did um he brought me to his show, put me in the VIP, and the whole nine—like very chivalrous, very nice, and all that good stuff. He's always polite, whatever, when I see him. He just won't let me interview him.
0: He does phenomenal interviews, though. When he does
1: them. Yeah, I guess he's very. No, picky. no, no. no.
0: Well, well, when he's interviewing someone else. that's.
1: What I mean. Oh, well, yeah, I don't even count that. I'm not listening to that. Forget that. I've, I'm not listened to it. I heard about I, it, but I'm not going to listen to it because, I listen. no, I'm not listening. <laughs> you won't let me interview you. So screw that. I'm not listening to you interview somebody else.
0: Oh, I think my, my dream interview would be Redman.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, I could see that.
0: That, yeah. that would be good.
1: That would be good. he cool. probably give you a whole lot of material.
0: <laughs> well, uh, uh, one of my best friends passed away about ten years ago, and he was just uh like he did could not love Red Man more than this cat loved Red Man, and so when we started doing uh the podcast, it was the first thing I thought about. We got to get Red Man, you know, just just so my boy can look down and be like, "Wow, you fucking interview Red Man."
1: Oh, yeah. that's that's a good yeah. reason. Maybe if he hears that story, he'll come do your
0: show. Um, I don't think so. I think I think I tried to say that a million times, and yeah.
1: oh really, oh yeah. no, that's yeah. not nice.
0: well, we're just a little podcast that nobody watches, so well but we've been okay. so ridiculously lucky over the years, I mean, like we've got a shitload of people that we've interviewed that you 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 would think that we shouldn't be able to interview such as yourself
1: why boy, what's that I, I'll be honest, no, okay, I don't do a lot of interviews just because uh most of the people who interview me just wanted to talk about sway <laughs> what's sway like what does he eat what does he i don't know I mean, why well, do you interview him <laughs> well
0: we've tried to interview sway oh he did said, you no. yeah, oh really said, you know, oh about no a year ago.
1: are you gonna get me in trouble Am I not supposed
0: to be oh here? no i didn't i didn't i didn't go on a sway rant or anything no Oh no no actually people were like he's not doing interviews at this time Oh, okay. And, and we got the opportunity to interview Camille a while back, and I've, mm-hmm. I've listened. I've listened to you on Clubhouse.
1: Yeah, that's my girl. That's my. That's my. Yeah, and I'm like, Camille's she's dope.
0: You know, and and it just happened when I followed you on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're on the Wake Up Show. Oh, she's probably gonna be dope. Let's interview her. Thanks.
1: Yeah, no, Camille. Camille is my ace. Me and her. Get in trouble sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are interesting on Clubhouse. It
1: just depends on the day and what kind of nonsense you are bringing to the situation. Um, I did get a chance to check out uh, some of what she was saying when she came to talk to you, and uh, yeah, you know, I co-signed most of what she said, what I heard. Oh,
0: well, that was dope. Yeah, we got a chance to interview Doc too. That's how. That's oh,
1: how that's my guy. That's my guy too. I like that
0: Doc guy is cool as much. hell.
1: He is, he's very, very, Sean, he's very, very, very,
0: very yeah. dope. Yeah. Very, no, very I mean, dope.
1: my whole clubhouse clique is dope. I like everybody that we, you know, hang out with. So.
0: And I actually listened to some of the songs, you know, and I'll, uh like, I'll text Doc, oh, that was trash. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> you know, um, I, I haven't been it. able to in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't got the notifications either. Maybe I, I, somehow I got turned off. I don't know.
1: We haven't listened. We haven't been listening to too much music lately, and I'm not sure exactly what those reasons are. But I'd be happy when we get back to doing that. Um, even though we listen to some interesting stuff all day long, and I'm like, I can't. You can always tell when LB knows it's it's not gonna go because the first thing he does, it says <laughs> Sky. <laughs> I'm like, obviously, <laughs> you're like, don't pick me, don't pick me, don't pick me, don't pick me. Don't pick me, don't pick me. <laughs> Don't pick me. I ate all my vegetables last night. Don't come on, come on, God, please, don't pick. Why me. aren't you
0: managing somebody?
1: Oh hell no. Oh God no. Oh no no no. I could never. I don't have that. I, I don't have the desire to do that. People have asked, and I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't want to manage you. I can hardly manage me. I don't want to do that. <laughs> now,
0: now, can we talk about your health?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now it's you fine. you you you. I've you, talked you,
1: about it publicly. It's okay.
0: Okay. All right. You went through cancer.
1: I did.
0: It did. Um, and I remember we had Ananda Lewis on a few months ago.
1: Mm, I did see that. I heard
0: about that. Mm-hmm. And beautiful soul. Um Yeah,
1: beautiful girl.
0: Beautiful girl. Um and a really touching experience as to what she was going through.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When you first found out, like who, who was the first person you talked to about it? Outside of your physician, of course.
1: Well, the thing is, I was at serious um mm-hmm. when I first started getting this strange pain. Mm-hmm. And I was in the in in the middle of the interview with Mr. Cheeks at the time. I was interviewing Lost mm-hmm. Boys. And I kept getting this odd pain. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Um so it started off this whole little <laughs> line um of people who knew something was up with me but they didn't know what. Mm-hmm. And um, when I heard the words, the actual words, when I saw the words, there's this this thing. Um, if you go to the doctor a lot, <laughs> you may have it on your phone. It's an app called My Chart. I got that. Okay. Well, you know, when you get testing done, how fast the mm-hmm. stuff comes back over My Chart, And if you read it, you might get your face cracked and your feelings hurt. So you might want to wait for the doctor call, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not that person. So <laughs> the notification came back that the biopsy was back. And mm-hmm. I went and looked and it said, um, it said, uh, not cancer, but it said the other word for it, malignancy. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. It said malignancy. And I slid out of the chair onto the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I uh, got a hold of myself, called my one of my best friends. Mm -hmm. My sis, a publicist, some people may know, named Bree Hunter. Mm -hmm. I called, I called B, and I couldn't breathe. And -hmm. she knew what I was waiting on. And she actually, she is, uh, (laughs) she's like vice president of marketing, public relations, all that kind of stuff for the AKC, for uh, the dogs, right? Mm -hmm. And they were in the middle of some big meeting. And she put that on mute, um, her mic on mute for that. And she just kept saying, Sky breathe. just breathe." Just breathe. We don't know. We don't know. Till doctor calls. We don't know. You might be making a mountain out of a molehill. You don't know what that means. Just relax, 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 relax. And she got me to get a hold of myself and got me to where, you know, I just calmed down. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. She's like, we don't know anything. Don't assume anything. You know, whatever. So I was like, all right, mm-hmm. you know, got myself together. And then uh, a few moments later, the doctor called, and I picked up. And because you see it, you know, on this on the screen, and it was quiet, and it, and it hung up. I was like, hmm, that's weird." So they called back, and she's like, "Hi, Sky." And it was her. Now normally if they call, you know, for refills or anything like that, it's always uh, the assistance.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But this was her, and I knew. I knew. I was like, just say it, just say mm-hmm. it. And she's like, "Oh, honey, I wish I had better news." She's like, I wasn't expecting this at all. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I started to cry. And I said something to her that I wish I never said, and, and I don't know how I take it back. Mm. I don't know how I make it up to her. I'm very close to most of my positions, all of my physicians, actually. And I said, um, I said, oh, my God, Michelle, please don't let me die. Mm. So that was a tough day. Um,
0: Why would but you I had to take a, that back, though?
1: Because it wasn't up to her. She wasn't an oncologist. and <laughs> she didn't. There was nothing she was going to be able to do. She wasn't going to be the one treating me she's my family doctor. She didn't know, you know? So if I could take that back, because I know she was crying. Mm -hmm. If I could take it back, I would take that back. Just because it was so much pressure I put on her, you know, and she, what could she do? But, um, I, I don't remember path B. I don't know who, you know what I mean? After the Mm -hmm. official thing, I don't know. Um, I know I had a hell of a Amazing circle of friends who got me through it, you know they got me through. they got the text. the bass that would go up every week when I went to chemo and that kind of thing. you know I'm in mm-hmm. the chemo chair and um you know some people you guys know, some you don't uh just is one of those people for sure, Dart Adams, one of those people for sure they're my smart, smart, smart friends who would look everything mm-hmm. up and tell me this is what this means, this is what that means you, know, you got it, you can do it um. Special Ed and um, DJ Eclipse, and those guys always want to blow up the hospital and hate cancer. F cancer, F your doctor, F this, is that. You know, like, y'all, y'all, y'all. Let's not make cancer any matter at me than he already is. You know what I mean? And it was so stupid. I was so ridiculous. I, like, named the tumor and everything. <laughs> I, I, I was, like, just me being me. I was, like, yo, you're going to be with me, and you're going to have to, you know, have to be able to address you. So what is your name? was trying to figure out and the first name came to my mind was Frederick and I was like I don't even know anybody named Frederick and I'm like is that is that that's the name of this thing and I was pouring uh some uh Cocoa Pebbles at the time and I looked like Fred and Barney on the thing and I was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> your name is Fred I'm like all right Fred what do we know about you Fred let's give you a whole work up here and I said all right your name is Fred you're a whole pimp Cause oh, you got damn. me out here. Well, I have I had breast cancer, so you got me out here showing my boobs to a whole bunch of strangers and stuff. Like, you know, get on out there, Sky. Make yourself somebody or something. <laughs> make us some. Make us some money. Get us some attention. So I was like, he's a pimp and he's a boob man. We know both of these things. He's. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and I was like, yo, Freddie needs theme music, you guys. What are we going to do? And and then I was like, I don't know. People keep throwing me songs like, no, nah, that won't work. That ain't it. That ain't it. And then I realized, you know, I was like, oh, my God. Freddie's dead. That's <sighs> the song. And for those who don't know what that is, that's that dun dun dun-dun-dun. No, no, you know, like, hey, oh, okay. hey.
0: yeah, I, I got what you're saying now. It took me a minute.
1: Biggest pimp song on the planet, like any show you've ever seen, you
0: know. So you you named your cancer and gave it a theme song.
1: And the rest of the summer, whenever time anybody was like, Yo, Scott, you want to do this or this? I'd be like, Hey, hey, can't. <laughs> Fred ain't gonna let me go over there. I can't do it, you know. Fred is Fred is making it to where I can't hang out. <laughs> So yeah, and then so it was so funny when they knew that they had gotten it all after I finally mm-hmm. you know had surgery and stuff. And uh, the when the surgeon she came running in, she's so dope. She came running in my room. She's like, "I killed him." <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "I think I did it. I think I murdered him. Fred is dead. Fred is dead. We got him. We got him. All I'm like, yay." <laughs> But um, yeah. Even she was so amazing. This woman, she the first day she met me, they made me cry all day. I'm not good for that, you know. I want to laugh and clown and be stupid. And um, I met her like, is this thing on? <laughs> mm. So I was cracking joke after joke, and for every joke I had, she had about three. And I was like, oh, okay, she's cool. Okay. So you know, we were we were just clowning in this meeting with her. You know, and this is the woman who's supposed to cut me open. And um, I was like, I feel like we could be friends outside of here. She's like, I think we totally could be. I'd get coffee with you. I'd get coffee with you. I'm like, yeah. It's like there's just one thing, new bestie. I can't keep you laughing if I'm dead. Yeah. It's kind of a glitch. So mm, you have to do I,
0: something about that. You know, what's interesting? Last year, I had heart surgery.
2: Oh. Sorry. Um. My, my
0: my heart surgery, and like I saw this dude for five minutes, literally. Um, and I've never seen him again. Oh, yeah. Really? Never, never, never came to my room afterward. Say, yeah, what? motherfucker, I saved your life. Thank wow. me. Bow down. Something, something. Nothing. Never saw this man again.
1: I saw her all the way. With cancer, is a, a bit different. I'm, I think. Um, she she was a part of the plan, you know. So, um, mm-hmm. but I told her she had a pinky swear, so I knew it was real. She's <laughs> like, "You're serious?" I was like, and she scooted. She was on the little stool there She scooted the car. <laughs>
2: She came across,
1: and she grabbed my pinky. She's like, "I'm not worried about that. You're good." She said, and I pulled her in. I was like, "Ah, you can't take it back." (laughs) That's what makes it a pinky Uh, swear. Ask any five year old; they'll tell you you have to do it now.
0: I, what I remember is is is, and I I still kind of have nightmares about this sometimes too. But I remember, like like when I when they rolled me into to the operating room, Mm -hmm. and. You know, I'm sitting there on this little bitty-ass gurney, uh, and it's like 20 people in here. And all I see is the light, and I remember telling these people, I'm like, oh, shit, this is for real now, huh? (laughs)
1: That's amazing.
0: And some lady was like, it sure is, and that's the last thing I remember.
1: Ooh, I don't like that.
0: It, Yeah. i had
1: okay so i'll give you a good one i'll give you a good one i'll give you another good so maybe you'll get a pinky swear tight doctor because i I wish that for you if you ever have to have another surgery but last month i had surgery Mm. which was my 10th oh wow yeah i've had 10 surgeries in in the two years since i found that tumor um it ended up being stage three cancer so you know lots Mm -hmm. of stuff happens but uh, (laughs) um they are wheeling me in, and, and, and it was weird, because they're like, okay, you know, hey, honey, can you switch, can you switch over to the? I'm like, yeah, okay, so I move over to the other thing, and they're dropping mm-hmm. me down, okay, Skyhunt, do you want us to put this little thing underneath its comfort, would you like this under your ankles and your wrists, uh, sure, that make it comfortable I, I won't know but okay you know, it's fine you know? I'm like wow okay and I'm watching what everybody's doing hey this is this is Trish and this is so-and-so and so-and-so they're gonna be doing this this and this for you today hi Trish oh, I'm <laughs> like okay you know wow. I never met the people like that or that I don't think I knew their names maybe a couple times but not like that mm-hmm. and then the lady um this lady she was so dope she comes in and they had the thing over. And I always thought it was this part that made you go sleep. But it's not. That's mm. pure oxygen. Just breathe that in, honey. Just breathe that in. I'm like,
2: oh God,
1: I I'm like, doesn't this make me go sleep? And they're like, no, that's the oxygen. It's pure oxygen. I was like, oh, I get the oxygen bar thing now. Okay, that's cool. So breathing it in. Like, this, that, that was actually a really good idea. Why did I crack jokes on it? That's really dope. Why you know, <laughs> doing the thing. And then um, the anesthesiologist comes over. She goes, all right, sweetheart. She said, I want you to think of an amazing dream. Make a really great dream. You got it. I said, "Yeah." She said, "That's your that's your job. We all got job in here, and that's your job. You're gonna go and you have an amazing dream. Okay, you go dream some beautiful dreams, and we're gonna do a little bit of work. And when you wake back up, we'll all meet back up. All right?" She said, "We're gonna you you dream a beautiful dream, and and we're just gonna get a little work done on our end, and we'll see you soon. All right?" I said, "Okay." <laughs> And then she put the stuff Dang. in the in the thing, and night night. That was it.
0: Shit, I I feel better now.
1: <laughs> you should. Like there are like, some really crazy, amazing people that that work in the medical field, and I, you know, I send love to all of them because a a great nurse or a great doctor can make or break a whole situation for you. And I've been blessed to have some really, really amazing. ones. I've had some really atrocious ones, but for the most part, I've I've had amazing doctors and nurses. And, everybody in between and i'm thankful for them they saved my life so i'm really thankful for
0: that i really you know what i will i will say i had amazing nurses and an amazing nurse practitioner
1: Mm, i've had a lot of amazing nurse practitioners yes absolutely yes you
0: know um and i did not like her at first like and her my wife like just hit it off immediately and you know as you you have to keep coming back and coming back and as time Mm. goes on you know you you, i respect her intellect she's she was she was the nurse practitioner i needed
1: Just mm-hmm. yes, so.
0: yeah uh,
1: i had a great oncologist as well my oncologist mm-hmm. is a little indian lady uh and she was very by the book everything about her was like telling me stuff that was gonna make me cry and i said if you're gonna make me cry i'm gonna do the opposite to you i'm gonna make you laugh because you don't want to so mm-hmm. every time she came in the room i would break her up i broke her up i still do it to her and that's she's i love that woman something serious she's an amazing human but she you know she tried very hard to not (laughs) fall for me and my nonsense but eventually she did (laughs) eventually she did
0: you're the perfect patient then
1: yeah sure i keep them laughing i keep everybody cracking up
0: you know i've been in healthcare for decades and there's there's some patients like yourself that that inspire the healthcare team. I tell you I,
1: I tell you, chemo, I was waiting to get kicked out. I thought they were gonna kick my ass out of chemotherapy. Cause we would be in there acting. Every way your mama ever told you, you don't know, to go out here and embarrass me. We went out there and did that. We were acting all whole monkey doodle <laughs> fool in chemotherapy. Me and my me and my crew were in there cracking jokes. We were being stupid. We were laughing way too loud. I was like, yo, this is very rich, and you know what I mean. And <laughs> I don't even care. And I would be clowning until the chemo would finally make me, you know, I start to get sick, you know, mm-hmm. from from it. And I would start to slow down, slow down but I was still cracking jokes and eventually they gave me a private suite at chemo. And I was like, yo, I know what you're doing. You're not doing this cause you think right. I deserve no private suite. You are trying to keep those people, you protecting those That's people right. from me. Right.
0: You trying and to the- keep you away from everybody <laughs> else.
1: And the lady goes, well, some of those people, you know, they just looked resigned like they heard the word cancer and they'd already given up. You know what I mean? And, um, that part used to be really sad. Um, but even they would be ear hustling. You hear them listening. Like, it's okay to smile. I see you listening. I see you looking. <laughs> you can laugh. It's funny. But um, that I, said to the lady, I said to the lady one day, I was like, look, I know what you're doing. I know you give us this room now. So we come in here, watch TV and everything and stop bothering people out there. And and I know you're protecting them for me. And she's like, absolutely. You've got it wrong. Though. I said, What do you mean? She said, You're in here for protection, but not theirs, yours. I said, What do you mean? She said, if we ever saw you like that, it would break us down. Mm-hmm. She's like, You're, you know, the way you re- the way you're going about all this, your positivity, your prayed up, you know, all those things are gonna help you beat cancerous so. die. So
0: Yeah, at some point you have to decide whether you want to live or die.
1: You really do. You really do. And you know, I don't know what everybody else believes, but I always believe that. No matter what I'm going through, God's going to get me through it. He has me here for a reason. So I keep telling people, you better stop messing with God's child now. <laughs> if he wanted to take me up out of here, he would have done it like about 40 times in the last two years. And I'm still here. It's for a reason. So stop playing around because God don't like that.
0: <laughs> it's been damn near a year for me. And I'm just not really getting to that point.
1: Mm. You have to, um, You have to stay finding gratitude. You got to find gratitude in all the littlest things because, you, you know, you could be in a country where they say, oh, you have this problem. Okay, well, go get your affairs in order.
0: Right. You
1: know? We don't live Or, or
0: take you outside and shoot you in the back of the head.
1: Or something like that. Yeah. You know, like an old horse or something.
0: Yeah, pretty much. You know, you're, you're no longer useful to the tribe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're done. You know? yeah. So, so we,
1: it, we, we don't live a place like that. So you're able to see a doctor who's trying to save your life. And yeah. that's something to feel you
0: know thankful for it is you know and and despite what you go through, if you wake up, you got an opportunity to get better.
1: you heard it, see,
0: yeah,, okay, really say some rational
2: shit every now, okay again <laughs> every now and again, <laughs> again yes yeah.
1: yeah, but i yeah. think I think you have to um. You can't get stuck. I always tell people like it's like being in this really dark tunnel and you see the mm-hmm. light and it's very far. You just have to focus on getting to the light at all costs. You can't focus on the darkness around you because if you if you do, you'll stay stuck. Mm-hmm. I wanted to dance in the light, so I did everything they told me to do so I could dance in the light again.
0: And how you feeling now?
1: <laughs> like I gotta have surgery next week. <laughs> 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 uh, sometimes the social ways. Something do not, but you know, you just you, you gotta play the hand that you don't and so that's what I do. And uh, I will have my surgery eleven on uh, next week.
0: Oh, you know when when they when they extirbate you, that is the grossest thing.
1: I don't mm. look at any of that. I never see that. I've never seen that.
0: You when they when they pull a the tube out your throat?
1: I'm asleep. I don't Listen, oh. when I get into recovery, let me tell you what. When I'm in recovery, <laughs> I mean to recover apparently cuz I don't wake up easily. I stay night night.
0: Oh. I'm a complete asshole.
2: What?
0: Oh, What's like I'm really I'm kind of semi just a normal asshole, but uh, uh, anesthesia does oh my god. I felt so bad for this one nurse cuz I could hear I could see myself being an asshole to her, but I couldn't mm. control it. And this was for a good eight hours, like I was a complete asshole she no. worked midnight- yeah, she worked midnights, and oh my, I know I made she's probably still telling that story
1: about how mean you were to her
0: I was bad, and wow. I felt so horrible like and I apologize yeah, but they know they're dealing in the with, morning
1: they, they they know they're dealing with all different types, you know what I mean they know,
0: they know. yeah, it was bad though uh
2: uh-uh. uh
0: yeah, I was completely, once once the uh, anesthesia was gone, I was good to go, my normal, you know, but man, I, I yeah, I gave, I gave her all the smoke. You
1: gave her all the business, huh?
0: Yeah, oh, it was, it, no. and it, it was like, this was like two, three, four o'clock in the morning.
1: Well. They know. Man. Same day surgery, the, the surgeries that they know. I mean, I had ner- <laughs> I had nurses because I'm I'm one of those people whose blood pressure goes crazy, so they and they mm-hmm. you know, end up me in the hospital a lot. Mm-hmm. And so they know me. And uh one time uh one of my friends had gone to Japan and um I was like, You go to Tokyo, you have to give me all those crazy Kit Kats. So they sent me all these Kit Kat, crazy Kit Kat flavors and stuff back. I literally we were doing taste tests, me and the nurses doing a taste test.
0: Wait a minute, they got Kit different Kat. flavors of Kit Kat?
1: Get out of here. Look that up. Get right on the Google machine and look that oh. up. Yeah, sir.
0: What are, Absolutely. The, what are the flavors?
1: Oh, all kinds of stuff. Like cheesecake, strawberry cheesecake, cheesecake. Some taste like tea, like an actual cup of tea. Some take like matcha green tea. They got everything. Oh, shit. Just we suck. We don't get it here, but they, <laughs> they have it overseas.
0: Cheesecake? Oh, that sounds delicious.
1: So we were, yeah, it was good. We were, uh, we were doing the taste test, being the nurses, kicking it. <laughs>
0: Close you got some dope ass friends for one, though.
1: Oh yes, I. I can barely get a have damn have phone call. I, <laughs> well, um, hmm, you might want to ask yourself what all that's about. I mean, you want me to start interviewing you? <laughs> We figure uh, out we'll you know, get
0: to the I, I, bottom of it? I'll be crying in a minute. I don't oh, know. <laughs> no,
2: no,
1: no, no. <laughs> not the crying, not the Barbara Walters, but...
0: Hey, you know, it is what it is. It yeah. is.
1: It totally is. I I, I I think it's fun. Um, Some of the people who've come to uh, the class, that uh, I'm teaching at Cal State, <laughs> they've come into my class and opened up like to my you know in these interviews Mm -hmm. that my students are watching they've they've opened up more in there than they have in anything they've ever told me on the radio and it's like wow okay Mm. that would have been great for you to tell me the 12 times i've interviewed you you whatever (laughs) (laughs)
2: i'm
1: kidding I'm kidding, i'm kidding my students are in love with these people because um they've come in and been really open and honest with them
0: and how long have you been teaching
1: this is my first semester this is my first semester is a hip-hop anthropology class that i've designed um uh let's see who's come we had special ed kid from mm-hmm. kid and play Kwame, um pete rock naughty by nature
0: naughty by nature is fucking dope Kwame is dope too. Like, people, like mm. people they slept on the polka dots. Oh
1: no, no, they didn't. They don't, they just don't know they've been supporting him. If you find out how many millions of albums he's got sold from all his production, <laughs> Oh yes. Look that discography up when you have a hot second.
0: Oh, like I knew he did other shit, but I never really like like. Oh my friends.
1: Millions of albums sold with some of your favorites.
0: Oh, Mm -hmm. I wonder how does one go about becoming A ghostwriter? I'm pretty sure I can Write some of the shit they say in a day
1: And I'm not Going to get in trouble there so I'm just going to keep My mouth shut but um Back to Kwame yeah (laughs) (laughs) He's not I mean his production is Ill his production is ill It always hasn't and so he's a He's a very Very rewarded producer Huh but he produced his own stuff when he first dropped as a teenager.
2: So See, I didn't not know that surprising. Mhm.
1: That's I that just remember project the, the polka he, dots he did and, and the hairdo. Mm-mm. Way more than to that guy tonight. Very smart.
0: Wow. You know, and mm-hmm. that's, that's that's one thing you 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 know you you, you don't look at the the artist as intelligent until you talk oh. to him.
1: Oh. Well, don't. <laughs> I don't look at them as unintelligent until I talk to
2: them. Well, you so know, God, it, it's not
0: something I'm that you the even way. consider per se. So I don't want to be, you know, I don't want them to feel bad. It's not like I'm looking at anybody saying, oh, you're an idiot. No, I I just don't even think about, you know, I wonder if that person is smart or not. And then you have a conversation with them. You're like, wow, they're really fucking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, but it takes genius of, of all kinds to be, you know, to make the world go Well, to, around, for
1: a production, I don't know a dumb producer. I really don't. I don't think I've ever met a, a really dumb, I'm not saying there aren't any that might be out there. I'm saying I've not met them. <laughs> Most producers I know are Like crazy smart mm-hmm. Like overwhelmingly smart In fact I am okay. having a whole problem trying to um, Get power Supplying to my iPad here Oh shit I'm getting a little nervous How long does this show go for?
0: Um. Well technically we ended uh, 10 minutes ago But we didn't end 10 minutes ago
1: Oh okay <laughs> We right. usually I'm go gonna... about an hour I'm on 3%. So if I just okay, well, evaporate, well, then you'll know why.
0: Well, I want to thank you for your time, your wisdom, and your energy. Thank um, you. it has been a phenomenal conversation. It really
1: <laughs> thank has. you. I appreciate it. I'm scared to see what your little video is going to look like, though. Like, what, what the hell pool quotes are you going to take from this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It better be something nice, like she said that. Oh, so and you will be checking out the videos? Huh? I've seen it. Yeah, okay. I can't just. Well, the, in, in full disclosure, people say all oh, the. I'm. I've learned from Sway. I need to knock this off. But people, yeah, I'm gonna interview you. I'm like, sure, like, 'cause I always figured they're gonna realize they got the wrong person and they <laughs> they're going to change their mind for some reason. So I'm always like, yeah, they not want to Um <laughs> so I said, "Sure. I'm, I'm not even thinking." And then I was like, "Wait a minute. What did I agree Did I agree to something? I better go see what I agreed to."
0: So well, like, we, yeah. you know what? People I think people uh we don't like we don't do the gotcha shit either.
1: No, I think, I think I, I, that's appreciate corny. That. that stuff is real corny to me. So, you know, for me, it's just like uh, it's it's the genuine, you know, edutainment for me. It's like, yo, this is, you know, somebody you, you like or you want to um, support. Let me give you another reason to want to do that.
0: Yeah, so well, she the, that, that's why we're not, you know, we ain't up there with your buttons. <sighs>
1: Okay. I'm going to um continue to not comment on things. <laughs> See, this is that part of that word petty that I got a little nervous about. Like, what the hell is intellectually petty? What, what am I getting myself into? So I'm not going to comment on that. I will just say I... What I said, I'm gonna, yeah, that's I said what I said, and about me and what I do, and I'm gonna leave it right there, so this does not come back, and ain't nobody in clubhouse looking for me. That's
0: all. Well, nobody cares about me, so I'm cool. Um, If there's (laughs) anything I could possibly do for you, please don't hesitate to let me know.
1: Thank you very much. Um, I appreciate
0: you. And 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 out. Well, you didn't say anything outlandish anyway, um, but. You know, hopefully you'll enjoy the clip that we put up.
1: I hope that it do, <laughs> even if it's this part right here. That'll be fine. I think that might be out of the ordinary and different. Like they're just rambling. I don't even know what they're talking about.
2: Yeah.
1: And then, and then my 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 iPad just run out of power and she just falls. She just goes away.
0: You know what? They'll <laughs> they'll smile though. They'll feel the energy. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it takes.
1: Well, you know, it's funny because somebody was making fun of me on Clubhouse earlier today, saying I don't smile like. I never smiles like Sky smiles all the time. What are you talking about? But you have to know her in real life. Like I make I make smart ass um <laughs> I take smart ass pictures because I don't like posting them. I think it's ridiculous. Like nobody cares what I look like, they care what I sound like or what I'm if I know how to do my job. But that doesn't work in today's uh, entertainment stuff.
2: So <laughs>
0: hey, I, I feel you. I'm not really a photogenic individual myself. But I like pictures of other people, so I post a shit I love pictures. pictures
1: of other people. I just don't see any point in having to post a picture of myself. I just I think they're corny. Yeah, so well, I have a smart-ass look in every single picture for that purpose. Because, like, all right, I put the picture. I look like a, a smart-ass.
0: I just you don't want do it. it? <laughs> like, like, maybe once every six months, I'll post a selfie. And, and that's about it. Other than that, um, you know. It is what I,
1: it is. Every time one of these publicists reminds me that it's been a moment, I will post. Well, so. shout out to those
0: publicists. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if there is anybody that does want to get in contact with you, um, how would they go about doing that? Uh,
1: they don't want to contact me. Um, I guess IG. I've been the most active in responding to people on IG. So I would say IG.
0: Okay. And her IG is Skyhook.
1: Skyhook, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> and just, just for those people out there that don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry, eyes. my
1: apologies. Two Y's. <laughs> it's K Y Y H O O K. If you uh there's a there's a Christian rock group by the name of Skyhook, apparently in Florida, somewhere who hates me, probably. I would
0: <laughs> a Christian rock group. Yeah, okay.
1: there's a Christian rock group by the name of Skyhook, and they get probably the most ratchet email on
2: the planet. <laughs> Listen um, to
1: that.
0: Damn, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty and sure, and I thank them for it because I don't want it so
1: good.
0: <laughs> I'm still trying to wrap my head around Christian rock group. I don't think I've really heard. Actually, uh, take oh yeah, that there's back. plenty of those. There's
1: plenty of those.
0: It was plenty. a it, one one group that was huge back in the day. I forget their name though.
1: Creed,
0: them. yeah. So mm-hmm. that would be the the one group I've heard of that was a Christian rock group. Shout okay. out to Creed. Okay. No, yeah. Um other than that, um, we're gonna let you go so that your iPad does not die on us. I'm so on one percent. Um, <laughs> Good to be peace you. out and you guys have a phenomenal evening. And keep Bye. smiling.
1: Absolutely, always.